Artcentric Podcast with Rafi and Klee. Hola, you amazing artist. It's Rafi and Klee. And today we are going to talk about what are we talking about when today? you get ghosted <laughs> by a client. We should have talked about this uh, in uh, October for, <laughs> for Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> when you get ghosted by a client. <laughs> well, ghosted, we basically what that means for anybody, I, I'm sure everybody knows what that means, but for anybody that doesn't know what it means to be ghosted, especially when you're an artist is when somebody contacts you or you contact them, give them a quote, let them know like, Hey, this is how much this commission's going to be. Or if there's this piece that you like, and then next thing you know, it's just radio silence across all the, all the communication ports. Yeah. No matter what stage of the process you're in, it can be, you know, frustrating. Yeah. It's the most frustrating when you're in the end stage and you've shown them the finished thing. Well, actually, for me, in most parts during the end stage and I show them the finished thing, uh, it's nerve wracking. It's not really frustrating because I've usually taken a deposit by that point. So if they do ghost me, like I end up with a deposit and whatever piece it is that I created. So there's that for sure, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Rachel's here. Hello, Rachel. So (laughs) um, for anybody that's listening to this, we have our amazing Rogue Artist family here with us. And so if you hear us reading comments, that's That's what we're doing Mm -hmm. whenever they chime in with their ultimate brilliance in whatever subject it is that we're talking about. Their insights, their questions, or perhaps this uh, on this podcast, their own stories about when they were ghosted and what they did about it. Exactly. So KJ's question is this. If a potential client ghosts you after you provide a quote and they're excited to start the project ASAP, what is your, as the artist's responsibility to keep them on task? How many times is it appropriate to contact them? I quoted a new client for a large scale and big profit project and even spent 30 minutes talking with them on the phone. Three weeks later, nothing. I emailed nothing. nothing. Yeah. Uh, So unfortunately, this is something that is common, I want to say. But it's not only common for artists. It's basically common whenever you're any kind of entrepreneur, like where you're talking to somebody, you're giving them a quote or you're whatever, and people will um, disappear. A percentage of it does tend to happen after the initial quote on <laughs> yeah. a project. <laughs> now, that being said, whenever I've done a quote for somebody and they disappear, what I've learned is that there are times where it just, you know, I, the person's life maybe went in a direction that they weren't expecting. Yes. Um, so I've learned to be very, very cautious of my feelings whenever somebody does ghost me or somebody does disappear. And so I've come up with a system for for that, for that particular thing. And I'll go over the oh, I'll go over my system real quick and then Klee could elaborate on her system. Um, basically whenever I take on a quote, one of the things, the first thing that I'll do is, or whenever I give somebody a quote, the first thing that I'll do is write that person's, leave the email. If I quoted them via email, or if I quoted them over the phone, leave that person's name and number for the next day. If I don't hear back from them by the next day, then I'll send them a reminder email. Hey, just wanted to make sure that this email went through. Or I'll give them a call like, hey, I'm trying to get a hold of you. I want to see if you want to move forward with this. And then um, if I don't hear back from them, I'll give them maybe about two or three days. And then I'll repeat the process. And I'll basically repeat that process maybe about every three or four days for an entire month. And then if I don't hear from them, um, I'll move that email. I won't delete the email, but I'll, I'll move their email to a check later on folder so that a year from then, you know, I might reach out just out of the blue, like, Hey, just, just, you know, and in that case, it is like legitimate. Like I'm worried, like, Hey, I'm just reaching out just to make sure that you're doing okay. You know, I was a little concerned because I didn't hear back from you. And then if I don't get a response from them, then that'll be the last time 
that I reach out. Yeah, because, you know, the the truth is that for a lot of people, life does happen. Now, some people reach out and say, hey, life happened and I need to wait yeah. or uh, whatever. There's a million reasons why uh, some people just have sticker shock when you quote a price, especially if, if they're not somebody that knows you or, you know, like that knows much about your work. That... And you got to you got to realize how intimidating that is for somebody like, let's say they get sticker shock. And they don't, you know, at that point now they're nervous because they don't want to insult you by saying that it's too much. Right. And so for a lot of people like that, when they run into a a situation like that where they're nervous of something, um, a lot lot of people will kind of like just... Just back off. It happens a lot with people reaching out, especially via social media, right? They just like see your work. They inquire about something. Uh, You come back with a quote for a thing. And chances are it's that that happened to me not that long ago. Yeah. Um, and it, it was, you know, it was a, a high end piece that they were inquiring about. So it was like, OK, well, this is what it is. And then they just pieced out. Yeah. Um, and that's that's normal. Uh, Cameron said ghosting is a middle finger because usually there's no warning of them bailing, leaving you high and dry with work done and probably money wasted. I, you know, that's that's true. And it's not true. Whenever you take on a commission, there is. There is a risk that you're taking because, again, you know, uh, life happens. Somebody might have the money to be able to take on a commission and then by the end of it, they don't have the money. And that's one of the reasons that in order to cover yourself, um, I always say to take at least 50 percent of the deposit up front. Because that will cover materials and at least cover your time. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if it's a work that's highly personal to the client that you can't resell. Yeah. Like if it doesn't go to them kind of thing, then it, you can't sell it to someone else yeah. type of situation. And in, even in that situation, you know, with paintings, there's a little bit more leeway. Even when I've done portraiture, um, in my mind, I'm already planning a way in case they do ghost me or they do, or something happens. Um, what exactly I would be able to do with that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, just paint over it and get, you know, start on something new. It's but... the case with jewelry, too. Unless I'm, like, putting their name on it, which I am sometimes. Uh, you can usually <laughs> list it later on. Yeah. Um, Kelly said, happened to me with the church mural. I'm still convinced that they used my design and had the teenage art student members paint it. I remember that, Kelly. I remember yeah. that too, Kelly. If that's the case, that's pretty shady. Kelly, I would say that from the beginning of that interaction, though, it was a little bit weird. Um, so I think I think there's a big possibility that your gut was telling you that that was going to be one of those shady things. And, like, that's something that I've learned um, – that's something that I've learned. Unfortunately, a lot of times when you're giving a presentation, um, you know, me, when I give a presentation, a lot of times I'll keep the original artwork or I'll do a very rough draft of it. Like I won't do something that looks finished. It will be like a sketch drawing. Yeah. Honestly, like that's the f- step one. Is yeah. Like- honestly, until I get a deposit, I really do minimal work on planning something. You know, I might I might figure out like the budget and all that stuff because I want to know, especially when it's a large mural, how much I'm going to be charging. But as far as like my design and stuff, I'll do a very rudimentary design, you know, like just like squares and blocks to kind of denote where I want to put things. Yeah, like blocking out the the general image. That's something that I'm actually still working on cuz I'll sometimes go to great lengths to like render a sketch before like before anything else has happened to try to convey my ideas and I won't say it's a waste of time all the time but a lot of times if it ends up falling through Maybe I can take that sketch and still create a piece so it's not a waste of time, but it's like not putting in that much yeah. into it right now. No, I, I just I I just don't want to. I mean at that point because everything is just kind of up in the air. So like And that's I, tricky though, 'cause I'm I'm very busy. So yeah. when it comes down to it, a lot of it is just communicating the idea. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking of something Basically, when you do a rudimentary sketch on something, it's like, I'm thinking about something like this and this and this. Once you pay me, if you like that idea, you know, I'm not going to do something. If you already like that idea and there isn't really like a, a proper sketch of the design, 
then and you're willing to give me a deposit, then I'm going to work with you and then I'm going to do detailed Render stuff. Render a detailed thing. Yeah. It can feel like high pressure. Like um, you've had a few big like corporate commissions for large scale projects and I'm, I was watching you go through the process and like render, you know, very general ideas and thinking to myself, like, it could feel like high pressure to render like a very highly detailed presentation yeah. in order to get the contract. Yeah. But yeah, that and comes from, I guess, just experience. And yeah, like... it comes from experience and understanding that like nothing is guaranteed. Yeah. And I, and I think that because that's my approach to everything, because what will happen is you'll get a quote for a commission and you get so excited, especially if it's a it's a big money commission like the the one that um, I was doing that render for the the paper company mm-hmm. that was going to be a, a hundred and fifty thousand dollar commission for the mural. And, you know, there was a part of me that was like, I should make this really detailed and I was going to like pour three works into my presentation and my my stuff and i was like wait a second but if i don't get it that's three days wasted Mm -hmm. and really we're just in the talking stages right now right they're not totally even committed to the idea of having a mural so yeah i guess it's case by case and so like and because of that i was like i'm not even sure and and i kind of approach because of early days of really pouring a lot of work (laughs) a lot of work into a proposal um, and then having them ghost me and then feeling like, man, I just wasted two days of my life because I thought I was going to get this commission and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. And because of that, I'm very, uh, I'm very just quick with my quotes and my commission. And if I'm doing a sketch, it's an idea like this is a, this blob right here is going to be the person this circle is the sun, this thing, you know, just kind of show like what I'm thinking. But as far as doing anything too detailed, I'm not going to spend the time doing it. Samuel said, uh, this just happened to me. Thought I'd sold a piece. Guy emailed me, wanted to buy a piece I had in a show downtown. Asked to make payments. I said, sure. Then I Googled him. Turns out he and some friends were indicted for setting a chicken on fire. What kind of people am I attracting? <laughs> Said he'd think about it. Didn't hear back from him. Probably for the best, Sam, that you didn't hear back on that one. What a, what a story. <laughs> you know, Sam, that might be worth it just for the story alone. Definitely. The time I didn't sell my art to Florida man. <laughs> to Florida man. Uh, Thomas is here. Hey, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. I wonder if it's becoming more of a social norm to be ghosted as if that is the way society now reacts. Well, certainly, and I'm not, I'm certainly not bashing on the internet or social media because they're infinitely useful tools. But I think because you have such access to people nowadays and it's very easy to just message someone and ask about a thing um that it's easy also to just peace out if you don't get the you know if you don't like what you get back so it's not like you're you know you're not like meeting someone at a coffee shop um to hash out details yeah it's it's uh, not straight off the bat it's not a face-to-face thing Mm -hmm. i i and, and i do believe that like that's just always been the case the difference is like now we have the internet or because back in the day it was on the phone you know, if somebody called and you talked to them, and you're like, yeah, okay, I want to do this. And then it was basically the, uh, don't tell them I'm not here. You know, back <laughs> yeah. when you used to be able to be like, tell them I'm not here. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I think also, too, there's so many, so many methods of communication now that that's the other side of it that we have to be careful about. One thing, KJ, for sure, is don't be timid about trying to get in contact with this person and don't be timid about trying to contact them too much. Most importantly here when it comes to being ghosted is making sure that either either way, whether or not they do get back to you and take on the commission, whether they get back to you, don't take on the commission, whether they never get back to you, that you are walking away from the situation feeling empowered. Yeah, that is, totally. That is ultimately to do whatever it is that you need to do in order to walk away from it with, you know, 
And there's a couple components I'll throw out here that are important to that because I've done I've done both of these and they don't leave you feeling good. One is don't fall into the trap of what did I do wrong because you didn't yeah. do anything wrong. Uh, I'm, you know, <laughs> you can sit there and beat yourself up all day and be like, did I quote them too much? Maybe I should contact them and tell them that it's long. Was you there know, something in the wording of my it, email? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, don't do any. And of that. the second thing you should never do is don't make assumptions about what's going on with them. Yeah. Simply because that's a waste of time. Yeah, to do. it's funny because in situations like this, it's very easy to become a mind reader. Yeah, right. Prob- Where you're probably like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah, I always think of my dad because my dad does that a lot. He's like, you know what? They probably they're probably thinking that blah 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 blah, or they probably blah blah blah. And we do that to ourselves, and we drive ourselves crazy because the moment that we say that or think that, it, it kind of becomes like a reality in our in our brain. So it's like, don't do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you have no idea what the situation is. The only thing that you really know is that, okay, they haven't gotten back to me. Well, maybe my email went to spam. Maybe something happened. Maybe there was an emergency in their lives. Maybe they're not getting my messages. Yeah, You just never know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just really busy and they're planning on getting back to me next week or next month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just terrified. Could be, yeah. To say no. <laughs> you Cameron know, like... said, uh, I'm used to graphic design quotes. Rough sketching is a very common and a great way. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It's, and like I said, that's something that I continue to work on because I, I have to fight the urge to render like really detailed stuff um, when I'm just like, when it's just the initial like yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> KJ said, that happened to me on Nextdoor. I posted my work and received like 40 inquiries on commissions, but 99% ghosted me once they found out the price. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and places, that's, that's common. Places like that, that's common. And, you know, the other the other thing you have to realize is the, the client themselves. A lot of times these, you know, people are going to shop around. They're going to ask an artist. They're going to ask another artist, especially in a place like that. They're, they might be looking for the best deal. Yeah, and, maybe so. And that's it. And so, like, in those cases, like, I don't. I don't care. I'm like, all right, well, you don't want to pay me what I quoted you, then I don't want to work for you. Um, now, Rob had shared a bit of wisdom, too, on our Discord server regarding this question. It was like, reach out to them. Also, don't be afraid to let them know that, you know, your work is sought after and that you're busy. So if uh, if you don't hear from them, then you'll move them back in the queue, essentially. Right. And then it's not that you're cutting off the project or anything, uh, but that, you know, that you're not just sitting around with nothing to do. <laughs> while they yeah, decide exactly kind of thing you gotta you gotta move on and keep um, keep doing your thing so you know and then if they do reach out it's like okay well i'll i'll shuffle you back into the queue kind of thing now um in kj's case uh the client was really really excited wanted to get going asap um you know, and of course, I want to theorize about it, right? Because probably they, you know, probably they just think that you're starting on it and they don't have to whatever. Um, who knows what the case is? But ultimately, yeah, just reach out in a kind way and be like, I need, I need, I'm going to need this, this and this from you so that we can begin. And be, kind of be, thing. be direct. Don't, mm-hmm. don't. Don't um, what is that called? Beat around the uh, bush. beat around the bush. Don't 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 be afraid to say okay. In order to get this started, I'm going to require a deposit of this much, and you know, and and an image of dates, this or whatever, an image yeah. of this or whatever. This is what it's going to take to just get the project started, mm-hmm. and you know, from there, then I'm going to render a, a proper sketch, and I'm going to you know, and and just lay it out for them, um, to in a way that makes sense to you that for you to move forward with it. Um, Kelly said it happened to me, or, or I'm sorry, I have also been ghosted after a deposit. And when it came to get the balance, I never heard from them and they didn't respond. The piece is now on my website. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's interesting. I'll share a story with you guys. I was, uh, th- it hasn't happened very often that I've been forever ghosted at the end stage of a project. But um, one time really caught me off guard. And that sounds like it should be a band. Forever ghosted. Forever ghosted. Um, I I let my guard down because I was just sure, like I was sure, like I was sure that this was a sure thing. And the reason was because this woman reached out to me. She was actually an in-person customer of mine. She had bought pieces from me at a show for her and her daughter. Um, her daughter lost her necklace like 
a few years later, she spent like a year looking for me on social media, found me, uh, and was so excited to have found me and wanted me to recreate the same necklaces that her and her daughter had purchased several years earlier. Um, and so we went over, I said, you know, I've done a few changes to my just basic little things to, to the designs to make them structural integrity, like stronger and all that. Anyway, that's details you guys don't need. But I, but basically it was like, okay, well she, they had these necklaces. They loved these necklaces. They were my designs. She's coming back to me. She's excited to have found me. So I recreate these necklaces, send her pictures of the finished pieces and then um, never heard from her again and wondered, like, maybe, you know, maybe something had happened. It wasn't even, like, sticker shock because they were the same price. Did you get a deposit before you worked on it? No, them? and this was a mistake that I made because I was sure, like, I was sure that there was going to be no problem, this right? Is, this is where Clee and I sometimes disagree no, about I'm, the deposit. I can, I can be really lax about that, and it's bitten me a couple times. But um, so I thought, well, maybe... She's not getting my emails. Maybe a life thing happened, whatever. So I reached out several more times. I reached out via different channels, like messenger, email. Um, I'm ashamed to admit that I went so far as to stalk her Facebook profile page just to make sure. I don't think there's was... anything wrong with that. Um, I, and, I seriously don't. I mean, basically, and... we have the option to be our own private investigators when it comes to this. It's like this person. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, according to her Facebook page, all was well. She was posting. Life was good. <laughs> she was living life. But she just never responded to me about the, these necklaces that she wanted to have recreated and I, so to this day i don't know what what exactly happened but another you still wake you up at night no another huge <laughs> lesson though that i i well two things yes i should have taken a deposit i shouldn't have been so sure just because she took she spent a year trying to find me that it was gonna go through um i definitely should have taken a deposit and I shouldn't have let myself think about it and speculate for as long as I did. And those necklaces were sitting on my bench for a way longer time than they should have. Yeah. So basically, I would sit down at my bench at the beginning of the day and they were hanging from my work lamp. And so it was like a source of, like, I don't know, frustration, yeah. I guess. I allowed myself to, to get bothered by it. And I did the thing where I was like, what did I do wrong? Because this was a sure thing, so I must have messed it up somehow. Um, and so that was a big, big lesson yeah. in what not to do. And that wasn't even like a big a big commission. It was and like it's, a... It's important. It's important to, to, you know, Cameron says here, hopefully that lady is okay. Sounds kind of like something happened to her. Oh, and never uh, mind. Yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah, no, she was fine. <laughs> she was fine. I, you know, and the, the thing is, like, I in a situation like that, um, like I said, I that's where it's important to really, really lay out your boundaries. And no matter how great the story is, making sure I'm not saying that I've never not taking taken um, the deposit up front, but. Um, you know, a lot of times it when I don't, it will bite me on the butt. And the thing about it is that, like, I've even given people their deposits back. In special circumstances. In special circumstances. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's not because I want to be unfair or anything like that. I just, I want to be fair to myself. Um, if I can't do the work or it gets to the point where I realize that I took on a commission that I really didn't want to do, then I will definitely give back the deposit. But that's been very rare. It's been more common to be ghosted at some point, mm -hmm. um, especially when you don't take the deposit because you got to see it this way. You're making an investment by putting your time, energy, and materials into it. So the only thing that really is fair is that they make some kind of financial investment. Yeah. That is equal to that. And I think the thing is, like, don't be afraid to send communications. You know, if, if they're not being communicative, that doesn't mean that you need to back off. Yeah. You communicate as often as is comfortable for you to do and probably even a little more than you're comfortable with. I Like I said, I every three days for about a month, I contact them. 
every three days. I send them an email. If I have their phone number, I will call, you know, and to, to be honest with you, it's because I've gotten to the point where it's a game for me. Like it's, it's, I haven't lost anything in that. So like, you know, taking five minutes a day to write an email and call, that's not really costing me anything. And it becomes more of a game like, all right, let's see if this, if I'm able to get a hold of this person and at least find out what's going on Mm -hmm. or if they're going to ghost me. And then by the end of the month, then basically their, their email and their information and everything is out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Because you also don't want like with those earrings on your desk, that constant reminder that you were ghosted, that you were ghosted. Yeah. I mean, I would archive it somewhere because we both have had people reach out a year later that just like, you know, um, and at least if it's archived, then you still have that information. Kim's here. Hey, Kim. Uh, Jenny said, I ghosted someone who wanted a painting. First, I forgot. Then they reminded me. Then my dad got sick. Then he died. Then I completely forgot. Then when I remembered, I was so embarrassed. My brain exploded. Oh, Jenny. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, I've I've ghosted that's, a couple people, too. And that's it's, happened it's, to me, too. It's never intentional, but like... Life happens, and and sometimes they reach out and remind you know, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes and, they know. don't, and I've to be honest with you, I've contacted people because I'll keep them in my notebook in my in my planner. I'll keep their name in my notebook, a commission that maybe they wanted or something like that, and I keep them in there. And let's say that life happens, and I forget. I always have that page to refer to, and I've literally reached out a year later to a group of people, uh, especially when things would get slow. Mm-hmm. I would reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I'm really sorry. I, life happened, all this stuff. Um, are you still interested in this? And I would say that 90% of the time they're still interested. Mm-hmm. They're still interested in it. And um, so it always works out for me because then I have I have a list of, of people to call when, when let's say, we have, when a, you have time. a period of time where things slow down a little bit mm-hmm. and I have time to do it. Diane said it's basically industry standard to collect a 50% deposit on custom work. People are already used to it, so it shouldn't be surprising to them. Yeah, for the most part, people are used to it. A lot of them just want to pay. A lot of people just want to pay in full and be one and done with something, especially a larger thing. But, yeah, I really haven't ever had anybody uh, get upset about. I mean, it would be kind of ridiculous if they got upset if you're like, all right, well, I need to take a deposit. What do you mean take a deposit? I'd be like, what do you mean not take a deposit? Like, <laughs> For, it would just continue. It'd be like, what do you mean? What do, what you, do mean? you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What I mean? I was, uh, I was ghosted by a gallery once and really had an existential crisis. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. All the, like, I went through all the things and it was, it's funny because when you say like, you know, send an email, make it a game, send an email every three days. I think the reason that some of us don't want to is because you're like, oh, I don't want to feel annoying. And it's like, like somehow you're going to make it worse by reaching out when really like that's, I've never had anybody get mad at me either. Yeah, if they do, if they do, do you really want to work with somebody like that? I mean, it's, it's different. It's the content of the email too, or the message, you know, yeah, you don't want to be like, Hey, Hey, you know, you (laughs) said that blah, 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 blah. No, a lot of times, like when I, when I reach out, I'm like, Hey, I'm just following up. Just want to make sure that, you know, you're okay. And uh, Mm -hmm. whatever, please, even if it's, Either way, one way or the other, let me know. Let me know what direction we're going in here. Don't send an email if you are super annoyed with them. Yes. Get yourself to it because it will. It will. Because even if you try to sound nice, if you're super frustrated with a client or a potential client, it will come through in the email. You've had you've had that happen because you've you've asked me to read emails. You're like, could you come and read this? Because I'm I'm upset. And I'm trying to be really nice, but I'm But upset. I think it still sounds like <laughs> And then whatever. I'd read it and I'm like, ooh, yeah. yeah. When, yeah. when I was ghosted by the gallery, basically what happened was um, I got out of the blue email that a gallery about 40 minutes from us when we were in Florida was opening. And in they, a very high-end area. Mm-hmm. And that they wanted me as their jewelry artist and they wanted to feature my work. 
Um, so I, that was very exciting for me. So I put together an example collection of, you know, high, you know, lower end to higher end. She spent a lot of time putting this together. And a list of, you know, a list of sort of some of the collections I do and some general price points. And honestly, now that I look back on it, it kind of was my fault because I had life and family stuff happening at the time. So it took me a little time to get back to them. Uh, and then when I did, then I got ghosted and then I reached out like three weeks later. It took me like three weeks to get up the courage to like follow up. And I had the excuse that I had family in town and stuff, but I was being a chicken about it. And three weeks later, she followed up because just about every day I was like, did you contact them yet? Did you contact them yet? I I never heard back from anybody. And honestly, I'm pretty sure what happened with that was that the curator ended up getting fired and replaced yeah. by someone else. Um, but man, I was I had to work through all the like stuff with I, that. And I think that's the thing. Honestly, it's getting over the emotional hurdle of like, I don't want to be annoying or what did I do wrong? I mean, for or they blah, 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 blah. For a lot of artists, yeah. for a lot of artists, that's the, the th- I know for me personally, like that was, that was a huge hurdle that I had to get over um, when, when it came to like reaching out because um, you know, I was that little quiet kid that was so good. He's so yeah. good. He's so good that it's like you don't even know he's here, you know, which is not great. If you're a parent, do not say that about your kid. But, like, I didn't want to get in trouble. And when it comes to that, when it comes to asking for what you want or asking for what you deserve, I think a lot of us um, have a little bit of a block there sometimes and really we have to be able to face that and understand like there is nothing wrong with reaching out to somebody and being like hey um you know this is what we had discussed let me know either way mm-hmm. what, what what are we doing here it's all good either you know way. just yeah just let me know diane said would it be insensitive to send an email with hey egypt you reached out to me for some artwork, so where the hell you been? <laughs> I mean, it depends. <laughs> it depends on the relationship. I have sent out emails like that to people that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where they were like, hey, you know, it would be really cool. I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. Like, you know, this is going to be the deposit or whatever. And then they, like, whatever. I'm like, dude. Am I working on this or not? Cameron said, making jewelry. I made these for you. <laughs> I've got something for, for you. you. Oh, only oh. Midwesterners are going to get that. Eagle Man Insurance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of it is the emotional hurdle for sure. I think really ultimately though, and this was my response to KJ on this, was ultimately no matter what you do, no matter how you approach it, you got to make sure that it's not something that is going to sting you, right? And the only way to do that is, A, don't tell yourself discouraging stories about why why it's not happening. You know, like you, you unless, unless you're a fortune teller, you're not going to know. You're not going to know because they haven't reached out. They disappeared. You don't know if, if they're okay. You don't know if they're not okay. You don't know if they've got stuff going on. Life happens, you know. Even when it comes to a commission like this, there have been a lot of things where not necessarily, maybe, maybe commission, I don't know, but there's been a lot of things that I've contacted somebody and been like, hey, we're going to work on this. This is going to be awesome or whatever. And they're like, yeah, yeah, just let me know. And then months have gone by because life, life has happened. I, I just am not able to get to that or, you know, I don't have the finances for it at the time. And a lot of times I will reach out and say, hey, you know, um, sorry about that. Like, this is going to take a little bit longer um, for us to work on this together or whatever. Sometimes I don't because I forget because life takes over. So I always appreciate getting an email or even two emails or three. I would love if if I ghosted somebody, I would love to get repetitive emails from them, right? Because even in situations where maybe they send one email, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta respond to this person. And then the email sits there and I'm busy doing other things. And then it's been there for three days and I haven't responded yet because I haven't had time to respond. But then I get another email and I'm like, oh shit, I better respond. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, don't be afraid to 
contact them. But most definitely make sure that you are not feeling like you got screwed over, you know, and the only way to do that is from the get go from the very beginning to understand like, okay, this is a possibility, but it's not guaranteed until I have the deposit in my hands. This is not a guaranteed commission. And even then until it's done and it's paid off, it's not a guaranteed commission. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of the way that I approach it. And that way I don't, you know, somebody disappears. I'm like, whatever. I recently almost ghosted a lady because uh, she had she did it. She sent her commission request via messenger, which honestly is not something I check very often. Like I do almost everything through email because uh, I'm I don't know that's who I am as a person. And um, she did have to like you know, bing, she, just checking in. That's what she would say. Yeah. Um. Because life stuff was happening, and I I forget about messengers sometimes, but because she sent those reminders, I got her thing done. I mean, I had I had when we when we first moved in, I had commissions that dragged on for like six months, Mm -hmm. for six months, and I you know, and they 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 would reach out and I'd let them know. I I would do my best to keep them updated on what was going on because it's only fair. But like sometimes they had to reach out, and like I was like, oh crap. You know, and and you you email, and it's just it's just how it is. Thomas said, "I do believe ghosting is a form of passive aggressive. Once the answer is uncomfortable and hiding behind the internet makes it easy, it can I, be. It can be. It definitely can be. I don't think that it's that the entire time, but I think I think it is that a good a good portion of the time. I think I think it's similar though, Thomas, as not answering the phone." You know, when when you see form. a call come up and you're like, Ugh, mm-hmm. you just don't answer the phone. Kim I, said, uh, I'm a photographer, so it might be different for me. But I say I have to pay for it when I order it. So so do you. <laughs> I collect it all up front. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah. and it really is dependent on like what you're what you're working in and what your upfront costs are most definitely yeah that's like with uh with t-shirts or mugs or even the calendars like the calendars i can't do i i have to do pre-order pre-order yeah because it's all upfront investment for it's stuff all upfront like investment so like you know i can't do like all right we'll pay 50 percent now so like things like that yeah most definitely Cameron said, I lost all internet and my phone and computer both broke and I fell off the planet, but now I'm interested <laughs> in your work again, lol. That's pretty good. You'd <laughs> be like, okay, great. You can send galactic credits and I'll ship to whatever planet you landed Cruise on. Cruz said, awesome pod, gotta run. Love to everyone. Love you, Cruz. Thanks Love for you, Cruz. being here. Yeah, yeah, the I would say that when it comes to being ghosted, Again, one of the most important things is to what what narrative you're telling yourself because you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're not a taking it personal, like it really has nothing to do with with you. Usually, when somebody is ghosting you, even if it's about the price, it's their mentality. Mm-hmm, totally, it's there. It's it's what's going on with them when it comes to price. Um, what it, what's going on with them when it comes to life or anything else like. They, it's really important not to take that kind of stuff personally because it just it really has nothing to do with you. And when you take it personally, unfortunately, you invest more time into it than you should. You know, more emotional time into it. You spend a lot of time wondering, like, well, I wonder what's going on, and da 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 da. And yeah. they pop into your head, and then you're thinking about just it. Just don't. It, yeah, just don't do that. Like, don't do that. I know that that's happened. That's happened with me, but I know it's happened with you because you you would have days where you were like, <laughs> I'm like, why are you in such a bad mood? You know. No, and honestly, I I haven't been ghosted that often. Um, and you know, it's one of those things. It's like as an artist, you have to go through it so that you can learn all the stuff, just yeah. like anything else. Sometimes, sometimes I wish I was being ghosted because I'll have a thing that like I don't want to do. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. Where, not where so get, much anymore. Where you get a commission and you're like, Ooh. God, I wish this would fall through. And then it- <laughs> um, that's a lesson too. I, and that doesn't happen to me anymore because I've gotten good at just saying no to stuff that I yeah. don't want to do. Um, 
But every once in a while, like, especially with contract work, like, I'll have a thing where it's, like, out, a little outside of my wheelhouse, and I'll be like, oh, I would love to ghost on this I would, I would just, just ghost me. Um, Cameron but... said, being civil to them could be beneficial just because if you're cranky, who knows who they tell or one star review on, on somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. better to just not be and I, it, yeah, for your, cranky. For just for yourself, not even for the star review or the other person, just for yourself. Um, that's a really tough narrative, man. If you're like sitting there and you're like, yeah, you know, I could have, I had this uh, person contact me for whatever, or they wanted to buy this piece and then they just ghosted me and I don't know and da 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 da, and you sit there and you tell that story and whatever excuse you you have, and and I know that it could sound very Pollyanna to be like, you know, you never know, maybe something happened to them, maybe whatever, but it just feels better and it allows you to just move on. Because really, ultimately, that's the thing. If somebody ghosts you, then for whatever reason, then maybe they're not interested or maybe life happened or whatever. Either way, it may not happen right then and there. Maybe they just forgot and they'll respond to your email. But if not, like you really don't want to spend that much time and energy on that. You've got other stuff to do. You've got other things to work on, um, other things to approach. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that a lot of it, because... If it takes a bite out of you, then it takes a bite out of you. And then the next time it happens, then that stacks on top of that. And then the next time it happens, it stacks on top of that. And eventually it's going to it's going to lead to a lot of resentment and a lot of, you know, being angry. Whereas like because of our approach, it's been a work in progress of how can I walk away from this feeling empowered? Like, you know, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Like it's no big deal. Um and the only way for me is, yeah, the initial investment on my part is if they phone call, their initial investment was a phone call or an email, that's great. That's the equivalent of what they're going to get, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's it. That's it. And I'm not going to spend longer than five minutes trying, you know, I'll figure out what the price is going to be and maybe what an initial design is. But like, that's about it. Mm hmm. Diane said, when someone ghosts me, I just assume they're not my customer that day. Next. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. I, I love that, Diane. The more stuff you have going on, the busier you are and the more projects you have, whether they're orders or projects that you're working on, the less you worry about it when you're ghosted, yeah. too. Um, and, and, and the more you realize, like, okay, don't invest, don't you invest a lot of time and energy and financial resources into something until you have that deposit, like you yeah, said, exactly. then you don't get burned and then you don't have to feel. You gotta, you gotta think feels. of it, think of it this way. How much is your investment and their investment equal going into the project? That's, that's the way that I see it. Um, and, and that's where it could either be a deposit, it could be something else, it could be, you know, trading, it could be whatever, whatever it happens to be. Um, but it's like, what is the investment that is going into it? Thomas said, please do not take ghosting personal at all. Even if low self-esteem is creeping around, ghosting is now part of society. Thomas, I agree. And I would have to add that I feel ghosting has always been part of society. Uh, being at the jewelry store, oh, I can't yeah. even tell you how many times. Now we didn't get ghosted on the internet or, or via email because that didn't exist. It wasn't exist. a thing. It wasn't a thing. But we got ghosted on the phone all the freaking time. Sure. Or ghosted. You know, like a company would send us a thing for a quote estimate for a you know for a certain large order or something like that, and then they would just. You know, and then if I did call and I got one of their customer service reps, I literally had one company, I would talk to their customer service rep, they would transfer me to who I needed to talk to, and then the phone would hang up. (laughs) So I was definitely being ghosted. (laughs) For sure. So I, I I do agree. It's a little bit more common now because of the fact that the internet has a much larger reach and we're not just talking about like businesses and things like that. But yeah, I've... Ghosting, I think ghosting is just a thing that people, some people, for some people, I would say they are, they feel bad. You know, they're like, let's say a price is outside of what they expected. They don't even know how to respond. You know, a lot of people aren't aren't trained in the art of negotiation. 
and talking. So like stuff like that, it's completely outside of their comfort zone and they freeze up and they would rather, you know, <laughs> a lot of people would rather just avoid the issue. Yeah. Or, like, and put it under a rock somewhere. Maybe just... they say to themselves like, oh, I am definitely going to respond. Just not right now. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. And then yeah. a week goes by and then it, they just feel more awkward. And then. Yeah. And then the more easier. time that passes, the harder it is mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, reach out. I know that I've experienced that where like. I mean, we experience it with uh, with just, you know, sometimes even with, like, um, reaching out, like, calling family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, wow, it's been about a week, like, and then two weeks go by. And it's like, oh, man, I haven't called this person and whatever. Like, I'm not going to call them. You know, you don't even realize <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. So I think some of it is like that. I think some of it is just, you know, it's just I, I would agree that it's it's a much bigger part of the landscape now because there is so much more communication. So there's so many more options to be able to ghost somebody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cameron said, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. There was interest at all. And people appreciated my work and just let it go and move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the thing it's, it's all really at the end of the day, it really comes down to just your mindset and your perspective in looking at the situation if you walk away as an artist, you know, we've, we, you're an artist, you're an entrepreneur, you're the one that's basically building the foundation for your business. And a lot of that foundation has to do with your attitude and the way that you feel moving forward. If you feel bright and you feel hopeful and you feel encouraged and you feel empowered, you're going to, you're going to take those steps to move forward Something like a situation like this, and and there are so many when it comes to being an artist, something like this is is meaningless, really, because, you know, for the most part, unless you took on the commission without a deposit, you're not really losing much time or energy or effort, Mm -hmm. Um, or you shouldn't be, at least. Something like that is that's just par for the course. But if you take that situation and it turns into a negative thing, kind of like what Thomas is saying here, don't take ghosting personal. But if you take it personal and you feel like it means more than what it really means in a negative way, it's going to have a negative impact on your hopefulness, on your sense of empowerment, on your your willingness to move forward. This is all a very, very, being an artist is very much, or being anything, a business person is very much an emotional game. And, you know, we've all experienced those days where it's like you get up and you're, you're like, why am I even doing this? What's the point? What am I accomplishing? You know, like whatever. And you know, for a fact, none of that shit that you're saying is true, but it can be based on your perspective. And ultimately what, what really matters is like where you're at emotionally if you get up and you're, you know, if a situation like that's like, well, everybody out there, like all these people are ghosting people and like nobody, whatever, and you can't trust da, 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 da. That is a very, very dark place to be understanding that like, all right, you know, there's some people out there. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, this is not geared towards me. It's not focused on me. It is something that happens to everyone that is putting themselves out there and has something of value to offer to the world there, you know, you're going to get ghosted. It's just, it's going to happen. It's true. It doesn't matter how, and it doesn't matter how popular you are, how in demand you are, how anything you are. It does not matter. You're going to get ghosted time and time again. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is that you won't get ghosted every time, nor even the majority of the time. Yeah, ghosting, in my experience, um, I don't even count social media inquiries. I'm like, that's not even for real until, like, we move it off social media to, like, email or something. But um, it doesn't happen that often. You know, like, when you really get into a thing with someone, like, most of the time they follow through. As far as, like, circling back around to KJ's question and, like, how exactly to handle it, um, how many times is appropriate to reach out to them. Ultimately, that's up to you and what you're comfortable with. But the fear of getting in trouble or annoying them or being a bother or whatever, remove those Remove that, you know, contact them, give yourself, make it, turn it into a game. You know, even if it's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to send them an email or call them 
every Monday for the next four weeks. Um, I'm going to, you know, call them every other week or I'm going to do this for six months. Whatever you do, turn it into a game. Keep it flexible, though, because there will come a day where you're like, you know what? I don't even fucking care anymore. You know, and then you just you move on. Mm -hmm. And really, I, I would say that that's that's the way you want to approach it. Keep an eye on like what Clee said, where if if you're feeling like you're a bother because <laughs> you're trying That's the to biggest reach problem, out, problem, right? Like That's... if you're yeah, like you're you're not a bother. Guess who doesn't feel that way? Your dentist, your your mechanic. Like when you have an appointment with them, and they're like, "Hey, are you coming? Hey, 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 your appointment's in a week. It's in a week. Hey, <laughs> don't forget." All the companies that are like, your payment is due. <laughs> they have no problem. Nobody has it. a problem <laughs> reaching out. So I wouldn't have a problem. Diane said, I ghosted someone once who reached out about featuring something of mine in a book. I assumed it was a scam, but responded about a week later. Imagine my surprise and embarrassment when it was legit. Yeah. <laughs> and at the same yeah. time, you can't be blamed for assuming it was a scam because so much of that stuff goes around, too. It's like we really have to do our due diligence to Basically, see if something's and, legit. And it is true. you gotta be, you got to be really skeptical. When it, when it looks good, when it looks good, um, are, you know, it's funny because a lot of those things I'll look at and I'll be like, okay, you know, like there was the... Uh, the the banali banal the biannual the biannual in venice and i was like holy shit i got invited to go to the biannual in venice like this is amazing i'm big time now and i looked at the stuff and i was like um i'm not seeing anywhere where they're talking about price they're talking about inviting me and there's a hotel room and stuff but they're also not telling me what my per diem is right cuz like if somebody's going to invite you out to be a guest at some kind of event or something, um, usually they'll discuss finances and where you're going to stay and what your per diem is, right? Because that's just how it works. A lot of people don't know this. So they'll get this email and they'll assume that they've been invited to this big festival and you got to basically dig and dig and dig and dig through their website, through all the fake reviews and everything to see the financial statement because they have to legally put it out there where it tells you that you're going to be paying for your own tickets. You're going to be paying for your own hotel room. And not only that, but you're going to be paying $10,000 for a five by five foot wall space. So, you know, it, there's a lot of things that look really good on the surface. So always dig into it. But even when things are, I'm skeptical of something, unless it's, you know, it's just a repeat of this. I get a lot of repeats of the same scam emails from galleries and from festivals mm -hmm. and stuff like that. If it looks promising, I always, I always look into it. I always look into it right away. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's just me because I'm like, you know, full of myself. Because I'm like, of course, somebody wants my images in their book. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, sometimes it does take you a hot minute, though, because, you you know, you get a lot of the, you get a lot of emails. I do get a lot of emails. There I was do. a, it does take me a hot this minute. This reminds though. me, because there was supposed to be a collaboration having to do with a book um, with an author. Yes. Another author. Except she ghosted me. Oh. I ghosted her first. Now she's ghosting and you. now she's ghosting me. Well, it'll either work out or it won't. I think it has a lot more to do with the with the artist, the artist that or the writer artist that wrote the book. I think that that's uh, so. Yeah, this, and that's the thing. There's ghosting across the board. Yeah. You know, so we I ghosted her because she sent an email, and it took me a month because it was right after we moved in to like be able to respond to email. And then I responded to her and said, you know, right now is not a good time because we're doing stuff. How about you contact me in uh, July, I believe I told her. And she said, great, I'll contact you in July. That sounds good because we had to move the deadline. Mm -hmm. and then July came and went. Yeah, now now you're getting ghosted. Yeah, and I've, I but or the, the project is, was delayed. Or yeah, whatever. and I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I don't have time anyway. So, 
Cameron said, I think work gets offended by ghosting. Lol, you come into work, not going to answer, and maybe they'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> work definitely we gets offended. We should all ghost go- work. <laughs> You're like, no, it's okay, man. I was just ghosting you. Just That's like, all. you know, Kelly said, I constantly get invited to respond to who's who oh, in America. Who's who in America. Yeah, that's that's. I haven't biggest. heard of that one. You haven't heard of the who's who? No, apparently I'm not important enough to be contacted by who's who. Nope, just me. Cameron said, why wouldn't someone want my beautiful masterpieces? They should feel honored. They should feel honored. Indeed, Cameron. <laughs> so, you guys, hopefully this was helpful. KJ yeah. said thank you. This is very helpful. Awesome. Awesome. That's good to hear, KJ. Yeah, this is this is one of those subjects where it's it's unavoidable. If you're putting yourself out there and you're offering something, you're going to get ghosted. It just it, it's it's the way of the land, I would say. Um it's one of the things that we definitely navigate when we're blazing our own trail as artists. Mm-hmm. Um how you deal with it is ultimately what matters. And my, my biggest suggestion is whatever you do, just make sure that you feel you feel like a badass coming out of that interaction. Yeah. No matter what. That you feel like a badass. Uh, no matter at what point they ghost you, where it's, where it's really not that big of a deal. It's not going to take any more time out of your life that you could just, you know, get past it. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, not take it personally. Not, not, not take it as an insult to you, your pricing, your work, uh, your personality, your email, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't take it personal. Don't think you did something wrong. Yeah. And don't, and don't feel like you're doing something wrong by reaching out and being like, yo, what's up? You gonna, mm-hmm. you gonna do this? Websites do it. You go on a website. I went on a website today looking for something and I got an email like, hey, we saw you checking us out. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like... <laughs> I didn't buy the shampoo. Oh, all those, all those marketing <laughs> SEO things. I'm like, ugh, you guys have no idea how annoying it is to get pop-ups when you go to a website. You just want to look at stuff. You want to look at stuff, and then there's like 50 pop-ups, or like you get emails from it, like, hey, we saw that you visited and stuff. I have the option to put all those plugins on our website, and I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not going to. Don't wanna. <laughs> <sighs> not Cameron, because it's what Cameron I, said my ego might take it personal but I'll do my best <laughs> that's all we can do right <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend like I might not ever get like you know about oh it's a, gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen or feel like I did something or whatever what have you like it's always a work in Just progress as long, as long as you don't allow it to downward spiral and like that become your reality understand like yeah I feel this way right now but these feelings don't define who who I am or how I want to look at this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to have the feelings. It's okay to feel like, man, fuck that. You know, like whatever it is that you're feeling. Um, just don't, if it's a negative thing, if it's if it's going to bring you down or make you feel bad, then don't, just don't stay there. That's That's my biggest thing. It's like move on from it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Mm-mm. Can't can't sing that. No pop-ups that actually take up half the screen and affect a web page and how it scrolls is the worst. It is the worst. Ugh. It is the worst. This is why I wrote a marketing book. <laughs> I was so sick and tired of all that stupid marketing stuff mm-hmm. that just annoys people. On our and next like, podcast, and, and people buy it. They buy that marketing stuff because they're like, "Oh, this will work," and then they put it on their website. And it annoys the shit out of people. And then they're like, oh, well, at least I'm doing something. What other annoying thing could I get to? I just click away immediately because my computer is really old and it can't even handle, like, multiple things happening on a page. Diane, Diane's like, ghosting bothering you? Buy some sage and smudge your workspace <laughs> and change your mojo. True story, Diane. Or if sage isn't your thing, get some Palo Santo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to do a pop up on our website. Ghosting bothering you? <laughs> that should be that should be the the email that when somebody visits your website and then they just click off, the email should be like, "Did you just ghost us?" <laughs> We're going to go light some Palo and <laughs> wish we wish you well. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, you guys. Um, Hopefully you guys found that 
um, enlightening, informative. interesting, informative. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you so much to the rogues for your stories and your responses and your ways of dealing with stuff. Thank you so much. You guys are freaking brilliant, and I always appreciate your perspective and the value that you bring into our web our, our website. <laughs> <laughs> Into the value that you bring into these podcasts. Yes, I feel like our podcast. Yeah. I feel like on the brain. I feel like our podcasts are the best artist podcasts out there because of the Rogue family. Yeah, like it's it's really awesome to have mm-hmm. these many artists like communicating on the same thing. I it's love it. Really freaking cool. Um, and the other Cameron said, "I prefer lavender oil, son." I prefer lavender oil, son. <laughs> hey, lavender oil is good too. So, um, and other than that. Everybody that's listening to this, thank you guys so much for listening to our rambles on whatever art subject it is that we're talking about. We've uh, consistently been seeing an uptick on our podcast, which is really awesome because podcast podcasting was something that I, you know, wanted to do, and the fact that we're doing it and like people are listening. It's just really exciting to me. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. And for anybody that's listening to this for the first time, uh, whatever platform you're on, go ahead and click wherever it is that you need to click to, to subscribe or follow us or whatever it is. So that way you're alerted every time we do one of our streams. Nope. That way you're alerted anytime (laughs) that we do one of our podcasts. (laughs) And thank you guys so much i'm gonna sign off now because apparently i have i'm 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 just losing it right now so thank you guys just run ghost i'm I'm gonna ghost you guys now (laughs) do you want to say goodbye clee good day adios